Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. How to unite SEO writing and link building? I think it's important today to know because many things are coming. We have AI, new technologies, Google might change the game and Google often updates their algorithms and uh, as many other search engines can do. So it's excited to know more about uh, uniting writing and link building it's important today or not where we need to pay more attention and i'm so excited to discuss this topic with Hrenchuk daniel how are you hello anatoly i am very good and uh, i want to thank you very much for having me on your uh, website podcast uh, you have nice. a very very beautiful website i've checked out some other podcasts and uh, it's quite an honor to be here you know <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, big pleasure, big pleasure, because I like to learn more about that. I'm a student on this lab, and many people think that I have this podcast for the sake of selling something. No way, guys. Uh, yeah, okay, I can sell my course, I can uh, sell my services, but my main point to learn, so when I learn from other speakers who can share something new, lead me in the right direction, I can provide much better services to my clients. Uh, that's why I recommend to anyone to listen uh, great episodes, to learn from uh, our speakers. And uh, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you pay so much attention to SEO writing, link building, and uh, the whole SEO. Well, I've actually, uh, I started my interest in marketing because I had a, a band and I was very interested in about the marketing aspect of it. Because uh, it, without marketing, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are in something. Uh, you're not going to get to many places, no matter how good you are. You have to stand out the market. And uh, as I was doing music, I'm also very passionate about writing. I joined the Faculty of Letters and studied the English language. And then uh, I wanted to start doing freelance gigs. And my first job was related to uh, writing history articles. I had a client on Upwork that had a website dedicated for students. And he posted a gig on Upwork and I applied to it because my father, uh, he writes uh, history books and I tried to use this uh, into my advantage to get the job. I wrote a good proposal, I think, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he hired me, but I didn't know anything at the moment. This was five years ago. I didn't know anything about SEO or none of that uh, stuff. And so I started writing. And, you know, uh, when I write, I always put myself in the, the reader's shoes. I think about why does the reader search about that thing? What do they want to find out? And what do I know about, think, about that thing? Because if I don't know about the subject, <clears throat> I shouldn't write about it, you know, until the research is uh, done. And I, I found a pretty good way of writing an introduction to the historical articles. The target audience was, um, you know, college students and 
people that just wanted to have a good grade on their exams and stuff like that. So I think about how I studied the subject and I try to incorporate this into my articles. And let's say I had a topic to write about um, World War One, And I thought about how can you write an introduction to such a, a big subject? And I thought about, you know, implementing in the introduction uh, the events that led to World War One, then talk about World War One, what happened, and at the end, the aftermath, uh, to sort of write like a summary, an aftermath of what happened because of those uh, actions and consequences. Mm-hmm. And after that, I got my, uh, the client liked so much uh, the articles that I wrote for him. He hired me to write for an astronomy website called Nine Planets, which was interestingly uh, one of the first multimedia websites on the web. And there, oh my God, I think it was my biggest project ever because I wrote over 200 articles for that website. Every one of them ranked. Some of them ranked even above uh, articles from National Geographic or even NASA. And this is without any CEO knowledge, if you can believe it. (laughs) Nice. Love it. I think think the primary reason for that is uh, I try to be creative. I try to write differently the topics. Like, for example, if I had to write about uh, the planet uh, Venus or Mercury or anything related to astronomy, I used some uh, mathematical equations to to make some fun comparisons between uh, planets and stars and something that I didn't see on the web. And I also tried to keep the reader in mind, you know, because in a lot of uh, astronomy articles, you have different values. You have miles, you have kilometers. And five years ago, I don't think many people paid much attention to these sort of things. And the reader, for example, if uh, the reader was from Europe, they would see miles and they wouldn't understand, okay, miles, what does that mean? And I always try to integrate uh, both the value in miles and in kilometers or when it came to temperatures, I wrote them in Fahrenheit, in Celsius, in Kelvins and made different comparisons. But apart from this, I also tried to integrate um, cultural aspects about, uh, you know, uh, planets and stars and how different cultures perceived it, what they meant to that culture, what is their place in certain mythologies. So I tried to combine, you know, astronomy with mythology, with history. And I wrote some articles that were over 10,000 words long and they all ranked, you know. Great, great, love it, awesome. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. By the way, if you like to write about history, you can write uh, about uh, history in Ukraine, (laughs) when Ukraine will win this war, Russia will lose. By the way, I don't think Russia will lose. Russia, uh, Mr. Putin will lose, but uh, Russia will uh, get freedom, (laughs) you know, Ukrainian can help with that and uh, the whole world can help. So. Uh, looking forward to learn from you, you know, from your history. Uh, and uh, let's talk about more about ranking. I like it uh, that you uh, mentioned uh, about uh, creating something different. Uh, yeah. It's a big issue 
you know, many web masters, they only replicate, uh, copy their competitors. And when they send me text, you know, and tell me, you know, I got 100% uniqueness with this uh, tool. No way, guys. Nobody cares about this 100%, uh, 200%. <laughs> I don't care about that. Uh, for me, it's more important to be unique in your context. It's not like yeah. if you rephrase some words, change uh, sentences. Uh, yes, you can cheat tools. You can cheat, but you can't cheat users. You can't cheat Google because Google cares about what people can tell and how they can consume your content. And it's the same, you know, um, I often ask my friends about a new movie and uh, the most common reply, nothing special. It's the same plot, you know, I watch many the same movies. It's totally the same with online content. When people can find the same content in the top 10 results, why they need to consume one more? It's not interesting. You need to bring something new. Can you tell? Uh, you mentioned you mentioned that you uh, uh, like to be creative, and you mentioned uh, that you provided uh, comparison in your content. How you found that your users needed? Uh, I mean, like uh, they want to get comparison with probably different uh, subjects, uh, no articles, I don't know. Just uh, tell more about how to find these ideas to be unique and different. Yeah, like, uh, for example, uh, when you're writing about, um, I've seen that some popular top topics that come up in uh, astronomy are related to how big are some stars and uh, it's very hard to comprehend their size or how hot they are and not many people make comparisons to to let the audience actually know what they're reading about and for example i um i read about a, a huge star that was like uh, 20 times hotter than our sun but nowhere there was nowhere on the internet uh, already stated that thing was never stated and I simply did the math, you know. I did the math and said that star is 20 times uh, hotter than our uh, yeah. sun or 20 times uh, bigger. And uh, it's interesting what you say about uh, movie plots and uh, content because uh, when I was in college, I also observed this thing. Um, I wasn't necessarily a good student, but I understood uh, the subject. What I didn't understand is why many teachers, you know, they they don't come up with a an efficient method of teaching and there's a reason for this because uh, the books that they write or they try to sell to students they are also more or less uh, simply some rewritten topics and they rewrite it in a such a way to not plagiarize other works but when they do this, they make the topic so complicated and hard to understand that you don't want to even learn about it, you know? So this thing about rewriting is an issue in both the real world and the digital world. And I don't know, many people just don't, don't want to be creative anymore. They just want to, you know, follow some, how to say it, uh, follow the same rules, the same... And I never like this. I never like this at all. I I hate everything that is superficial and doesn't bring something new to the table. You know, mm -hmm. and 
like for example, uh, ChatGPT. I was recently hired to rewrite some articles written by ChatGPT. You know, I was like, wow, this is like the same article I can find in 10 pages, you know? There was nothing different there. Right now I'm working for a, a big marketing company, uh, company on the map marketing. And we work with a lot of lawyers and try to help different people that have uh, legal issues with uh, car accidents or injuries or real estate issues. Uh, there was one client that had uh, an article written with ChatGPT that I checked it with Grammarly and it was plagiarized. It, it was very, I don't know, out of context. And at the same time, I don't think ChatGPT understands how certain laws apply to each other, you know? Because, for example, if you are in a car accident, uh, the insurer will want to lower your claim so that they receive a laser settlement for your injuries and the property damage. And this is what ChatGPT also says, but it doesn't tell you, uh, like, for example, if you didn't have a seatbelt during the car accident, the insurance adjuster will use that to intimidate you into accepting a lower settlement. But if you know the law in certain U.S. states, you can say, and this is actually the truth, you cannot use the fact that uh, you didn't wear a seatbelt during an accident to lower someone's compensation claim in court. Yes, insurance adjusters can use this to intimidate you, but it isn't uh, necessarily a legal thing. And Chat GPT doesn't know these things. You know, they just uh, they just uh, tell you generic information, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you know, Chat GPT is a great tool if you use in the right way. For example, uh, you can use SEMrush or Ahrefs or many other tools uh, in their own way. Uh, for example, just to open keyword research to get high volume keywords and create pages with these keywords that have thousand others articles, pages that have authority, trust, it's hard to uh, overcome them. Uh, yeah. It's the same with ChatGPT. This tool is not a golden button. No, you it's can't. Not, not, not. Uh, yeah, if you uh, ask ChatGPT, please write about weight loss, you can get just uh, what you ask no? <laughs> <Article> <laughs> about weight loss <laughs> but if you ask something special for example you know i like how elon musk uh, played with this tool he shared on his twitter uh, and you know he asked uh, hard questions I-, I spent a few times to read his questions you know on chat gpt yeah. <laughs> because he provided uh, many details uh, and uh, chat gpt replied to this question, uh, the first thing what you need to do just to ask the right questions uh, with uh, many details. The second, of course, uh, you need to provide something new, unique, because uh, this tool can't. And for me personally, I don't use this tool for writing. I use for yeah. editing. Now, for example, if I can construct uh, a new sentence, a new paragraph, I can ask, please help me. You know, my thoughts is here. Please. Uh, uh, write for me something, generate text. And that way, yeah, I can use this tool. But I can't use this tool to write anything, you know, because uh, even if I play with comments, uh, this tool is great for translation. I love it. Now I translated a few texts uh, 
from English to Russian, Ukrainian language. And yeah, accurate, uh, awesome. I don't need to edit even, you know, so I saved some money uh, by with translation. So you need to find how this tool can work for you. It doesn't mean that this tool will uh, be a golden button. Click and yeah. get everything that you need. So yeah, you need to play to analyze. And uh, uh, if you want to be creative, just write yourself and ask ChatGPT to edit. Just to edit, to provide grammar. I usually ask like this. Uh, here's my text. Please edit, simplify without losing uh, the main point or meaning. So I can get uh, great editing. I analyzed this editing with some proofreaders. I sent to them and asked their opinions. They told me, wow, that's great, good. So why not <laughs> if you can use like this? Uh, okay. Let's talk about uh, SEO writing more. You know, uh, I like that you, uh, when you write, you uh, you try to be creative, different. Uh, but can you tell how to write for people and for search engines? Because, you know, I found some great text, very valuable text, uh, are not ranking. And in the end, we can't ignore and forget completely about Google. We need to add keywords you know in the context it's not for the say search engines it's more uh, for uh, users but we need to combine these keywords with search engine results uh, then google will understand much better so any insights how to do it i mean like to write for a human being and for search engines yeah sure i i use the tool uh, surfer seo um, mm -hmm which is very useful in um, finding out uh, keywords, relevant keywords, and also to analyze your competition, and then to also audit your pages and see what you can do to improve them. But uh, to, to write both for search engines and people, you ha always have to prioritize the people first and the search engine second. That's, that's my opinion. And for example, uh, if you have a website, um, let's say, about uh, dealing with an emergency situation, such as a car accident or whatever, uh, you have to give the answer as fast as possible to the person reading it. Because if you if you introduce a lot of fluff language, it will be bad both for the reader and for the search engine. So you have to find a way to integrate certain keywords in the introduction and then throughout the text in such a way that it doesn't feel robotic or forced. You have to find a middle ground. Like, for example, if you have a, a hard keyword, attorney Miami, let's say. Now, this is very hard to integrate in the text because it sounds, it sounds robotic and it kind of creates some readability issues. But I found some ways to go around this. Like, for example, I wrote... Um, you should speak with an attorney that Miami has some of the best car accident attorney. And this, in those keywords I integrate uh, in attorney Miami, I integrate, uh, I don't know, a backlink or authority page or whatever the client wants me to. You know, if you, if you find way, there, there is, there are plenty of ways to do this, but it comes with experience, you know, I've written for lawyers, for um, creative other creative people that work in uh, such as bloggers, 
And the, the hardest part is to find a, a balance between how often should you introduce certain keywords and, you know, not bore anyone as they read. And I think you should also, uh, when you finish writing an article, you should read it at least two or three times. And that's the moment when you'll have some sort of intuition if, hey, this sounds weird or this is like reading something written by ChatGPT or you have that intuition. That's what I go with all the time. Yeah, for me, you know, sometimes intuition works better than uh, logic, you know, because, yeah. you know, when you have this experience, when you can feel the text. Uh, so I found that many influencers, you know, they have this intuition because of extended experience, you know. So uh, I remember when Jeff Bezos uh, replied to his employees about a new uh, product. Uh, research team uh, brought data, he analyzed data, and they uh, they asked him to give more time because it's not enough time now to research about this product. And he re he denied. He told, "No way, yeah. guys. Nobody knows. We need to test it. We need to analyze how it works." And this product called Alexa. Almost all homes in the United States have this gadget alexa uh we have another google home but uh you know it's interesting that uh, jeff bezos had intuition to do it not yeah. to overlearn uh over uh, to get uh, a lot of data sometimes you know some data researchers told me uh it's better to have enough data than over data <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you sometimes don't know where to go. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, simplicity and personalization. You know, uh, I found some interesting quotes. Uh, for example, if you can say something in 50 words uh, instead of 100 words, you need to do it. You know, so you don't need yeah. to extend. Uh, I cooperated with few copywriters, who, by the way, who wrote for big publications like Investopedia. And uh, they uh, asked me uh, about the price for a word, you know, or a thousand words. I, I denied, no way, guys. I'm not interested to work with that. I know why, because people, when they charge for a thousand words, they want to write more, you know, and most of these texts are fluff. I usually deny uh, to cooperate with such people, but I check out experience. That's great. Uh, so, uh, and I agreed to pay even more. You know, but for an article, Forbes never uh, pays for a uh, number of words because uh, journalists uh, can spend time to research. And uh, when they write article and it's viral, people love it. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's success, not uh, how many words you can add there. Can you tell about simplicity, how to simplify content, how to write? in 50 words that uh, you can write in 100 words. Because, you know, I remember Mark Twain said about that. Uh, I have no time to write a short uh, message. That's why I write a long message or letter. So any insights about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, use, uh, I use Grammarly, which helps mm -hmm. me uh, reduce the wordiness of everything. And I also use a tool called uh, the Hemingway app. 
which also highlights any worthy words or it, I use them in everything I write. But the thing is, you you also have to consider your audience because, uh, for example, if you're a girl and have a blog, you know you can be more worthy because your audience is gonna listen to everything that you uh, that you're gonna say. Not necessarily because they care; they just want to see you, and that's all. But if you have a company or something more serious, yes, you have to be more formal and you have to be. Uh, say the most important thing is to when you write very worthy you lose the reader's interest and you have to think about answering their question as fast as possible and at the same time you have to create a sort of a thesis anti-thesis thing when you say like uh, hey, the sun is uh, orange but did you know it's actually white and then you know how is the sun white, you know? And then you go on to say, because of uh, environmental things and our perception, and if you seen if you see it outside our atmosphere, it is actually white. And you know, be as direct as possible. Uh, imagine like you're talking to your audience like a friend. You know, you you immediately can feel if um, if your friend gets bored because you <laughs> drag more and more about something that he's not interested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about personalization? Uh, how to personalize the message, how to learn uh, readers, customers before uh, creating craft uh, any copy for them? Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, I check out some studies online. Uh, we have uh, huge bones, you know, at any articles, books, uh, videos, audio podcasts because it's not what people are looking for you know uh, and so can you tell how to personalize your copy according to readers preferences uh, it depends on what client client i'm working with if a client has a well-established audience i analyze former articles on their website i also analyze how the competition treats its target audience because it's more or less the same and, uh, you know, you can sometimes, you know, you, you can watch videos on YouTube or other platforms, see how other people talk to a similar audience. But you also have to analyze the comment section because there people tend to be more, I don't know, direct about how they feel about the information presented to them. Some will say, uh, hey, man, you could have told me the answer I was searching for. 10 minutes ago, why did you have to make a one hour long video or something like that? And if there are plenty of people like that, then you know that your target audience wants uh, their answers as soon as possible. And when it comes to personalization, if, uh, if you have a new website and you don't really have an established uh, target audience, again, you also have to consider a target audience that is similar to your uh, com competitors. You have to check them out if they have a comment section, see how they interact with the content. And you can, uh, in certain fields, you can be more formal in your language, but generally you have to avoid uh, passive writing because passive writing 
is also bad for SEO, especially if you want to rank in Google snippets or that sort of thing. But it also, from a reader's point of view, uh, let's say Native Americans, they don't actually prefer passive writing. They always prefer active writing. And, and this also helps you to be less wordy as well, because passive writing always implies a lot of wordiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And uh, I want to talk about link building or promotion. You know, sometimes we can create great copy, awesome copy. Uh, everything looks fine, but Google doesn't care. We can't get results. And uh, because of lack of promotion, uh, mm-hmm. even the best content online should be promoted. People need to know about existence of this content and uh can you tell how it's important link building today because you know it's interesting that i know some people who don't use link building they rank well not yeah. uh, they're good but i check out their websites they have authority they have this benchmark good benchmark uh, probably forbes uh, not probably forbes doesn't need link building <laughs> because of this authority wikipedia doesn't need link building uh, many other big websites, even Neil Patel told that he doesn't provide link building because he spent so much time before to get this, to earn these links. And many mm-hmm. people, uh, writers, authors, they can write link worthy content. So uh, they can get these links naturally. So any tips, how to unite uh new articles with link building and how to find do i need link building or not uh well it it depends on what what niche you're writing in uh, in my experience when i wrote for the astronomy website nine planets i didn't use backlinks uh as much i focused more on internal linking and every time i mentioned uh, i don't know sun earth mars i always put the link from the website in those anchor texts. But, um, and it ranked, it ranked because the owners in 2018, they sold the website <clears throat> for over a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and I was amazed because, <laughs> okay, uh, I didn't do no back links at all, only internal linking, and it worked. I, I, I'm not sure how, but it did. But then as I collaborated with other clients and as time went on, I've seen that uh, internal linking became much more important. And I tried to focus on, uh, you know, occasionally creating uh, infographics or uh, slideshare presentations or other forms of visual content. And um, I tried to mention like statistics are very important, especially uh, in regards to law articles, if you're going to mention uh, a law, you have to link it to a very authoritative website that ends in .gov or .edu or something similar. But you can also, you have to think about uh, the logical structures of your content. Uh, I also worked for someone that writes, uh, that has a geology website, and he had the topic about um, how to find uh, gold in nature. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to him, 
you know, you can do some uh, very good interlinking here because you can also write about um, gold panning techniques and you can link to that page as well. And you can also do some uh, interlinking with, uh, you know, products on Amazon on um, gold metal detectors or other equipment. And it worked really well, you know. If you write uh, high quality content, you're more likely to get uh, backlink offers or you can pay for them directly. It, it strictly depends on how well you rank. And if you write high quality content, some websites, you can mention them, but you can use this tactic to not include uh, necessarily a link to them. And they, at some point, will contact you to say, hey, will you introduce uh, my link because you mentioned me? And then you can establish a relationship with them and work forward into creating other backlinks or interlinking uh, opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you remind me this uh, science alchemy. Now, when people try to create gold from stones. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, things that I often do. I made a lot, a lot of such things, mistakes. You know, <laughs> I keep doing them, uh, but I love learning from them. And uh, because uh, nobody knows what exactly will work, so we need to test, experiment to find what will work for us. Uh, can you list common mistakes that uh, webmasters still do by creating content uh, and promote about promotion online and how to find a much better way? Okay, I think a, a common mistake, um, it's not necessarily very important, but it still affects your SEO results, is the, the usage of uh, copyright-free images. You know, I think that if you use a copyright-free image, you don't have any assurance that, I don't know, tens of other websites will use that same image and again and again and again. And I think that affects your rankings more or less. You can try to buy some uh, copyrights to some images so that you can have uh, exclusive access to, or you can uh, take some photos yourself and... Uh, update the alt texts and put keywords in them as well. Uh, another issue I see very frequently and a big mistake is that people, even people that use ChatGPT, don't realize that the structure that ChatGPT provides to you or when you are researching your competitors, we often make this mistake of uh, making the same structure to our articles and uh, Sometimes it works because <clears throat> it depends on what type of site you have. If you are a small uh, dentist firm, uh, dentist clinic, uh, the structure doesn't really matter. But if you have something more um, international or anything of the sort, you have to come up with, with something different, you know. And uh, I worked with a, uh, with a client that... Uh, he was a dentist and he said to me like, right, I want you to write for me um, things about pain. My customers are afraid about pain. Everyone is afraid about pain when they go to the dentist. And I researched the competitors and I also seen that they also talk about pain, 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 pain again. And I was thinking about 
uh, okay, is this the only reason why people avoid going to the dentist? And I spoke with someone that had some uh, dental issues and I say, hey, why don't you go to the dentist to solve your issues? You have money, you have everything, you know, uh, are you afraid of pain or what? And he said, no, but I am ashamed of my condition. And I thought about this uh, feeling ashamed and the reason for not uh, solving your issues. And I spoke to this dentist and I told him, hey, you know, I think many people don't come to the dentist, not because of the pain, because they're feeling ashamed. And then when I wrote the article for him, I created a different structure where I try to emphasize with the reader. And I told them something along the lines of, you know, a dentist sees all sorts of people with various issues with their teeth. So there's nothing to be ashamed of because no matter what you have, they probably seen something worse. It's more important to get your teeth uh, fixed, you know. <laughs> and he actually got, uh, got some uh, more appointments after those types of articles where I emphasized with uh, his readers. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. yeah. You unhide it. Why my son hates uh, dentists? You know why he doesn't want to go? It's not because of shame. Uh, it's because of pain. Uh, he can create this feeling, and uh, he always replies to me, "I don't want to go. I'm scared <laughs> about this pain. Let's yeah. find another way." <laughs> so. It's pity I don't know about another way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, your experience. Uh, you mentioned that you started to write six years ago, not a lot. You know, people can write for a long time, but you get these ranking positions, you get results. Can yeah. you tell what you do, uh, how to? uh improve writing skills and uh for example if you started from scratch without any experience knowledge skills completely from scratch what will you do today to uh, learn about writing and uh, write great texts that will rank well i think the most important thing is to uh, to read a lot of articles and uh, i had at some point a team of writers that uh, i tried to train and I, I've seen this thing, you know, uh, if I give you this website, can you write something better? And they made some very, very, very big mistakes. And I simply couldn't understand. I mean, it's not like I ask you to write, uh, to paint a painting, you know. With writing, it's a bit different. You see something and you can more or less uh, produce the same thing. But they simply didn't have that uh, experience of writing hundreds and hundreds of articles. And I think the most important thing is to uh, always uh, read other articles, even if uh, as a writer, you, you get very fast a burnout sensation because you have to research a lot. And at some points, you, you don't want to read anything at all. And in that case, you can focus on uh, listening to podcasts or uh, other types of videos and see how the host... Uh, talks about a certain subject and other things. And you can try to uh, implement that into your own writing as well. I also, uh, I didn't write only content articles. I also focused on writing some ebooks, but mostly in uh, ghost writing, most of my works are 
to this method to ghostwriting. And I think that if you always challenge yourself to write something new, you're, you're going to evolve some somehow. At the same time, the moment you know when you're a creative writer is the moment when you have, and I have had this issue, let's say I had to write the same topic uh, 20 or 13 times. Now, how do you write the same topic again and again and again without plagiarizing yourself, you know? And this is a very good test of creativity. If you can write about the same subject in 10 different ways uh, with different structures and still make it interesting and engaging, uh, the moment you challenge yourself to do this, you find all sorts of different ways to put the same words in a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. By the way, I always tell anyone who wanna uh, write uh, that um, you know, uh, if you can't write something better, then don't try. Just yeah. skip it. Find another topic. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, we have so much outdated information. We have yeah. a lot yeah. of content that you can update and provide something new. But if you see high quality content. If you don't know how to improve it, skip it, forget, find something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so I completely agree with that. And uh, the last my question about the future. Can you tell what kind of future will be, predict this future, and uh, uh, how people can adapt today to this future? To the future of uh, AI or um, uh, writing and SEO? Writing an SEO. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you always have to think outside of the box. That's that's my my religion, so to say. Because as we have today, Chat GPT, we're going to see a how to say this. Uh, many people will have similar writing if they use this tool or other tools. And you you shouldn't rely on this for your writing all the time. You should always try to uh, create your own uh, type of articles and come up with new structures with, uh, you know, implementing tables in your content. And uh, if you don't find information about a topic, you should visit a library, you should use uh, online libraries. I had some real estate articles where I had to talk about some neighborhoods I never visited before, and there was no information about them on the web. So what did I do? I, I used Google Maps. I, I wanted to analyze those neighborhoods, and I saw that they were green neighborhoods. They had plenty of schools, restaurants, and I had to imagine myself being there and actually visiting these places and then uh, write the content in a way that will make people contact a real estate agent to buy a home there or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think you, you have to stay creative. That's that's the thing, because with the implementation of AI, I think people will become a bit less creative and that will affect their SEO rankings in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that because creativity is the most important element uh, you know it's interesting uh, i read an article about uh, a book uh, the author of this book lloyd richards he wrote a book uh, uh, the name of book stone maidens 
and he published this book in November 2012. He couldn't sell this book for more than 10 years, so for a long time, like oh. 11 years without sales. Then his daughter, uh, 40 years, uh, he, uh, she published uh, uh, content on TikTok on account without followers, zero followers about this book. You know, uh, then this video became viral, uh, plus 50 million people watch this video. And wow. today this book is the bestseller on Amazon. So without marketing, without sales, uh, so the, the author couldn't do anything with this book. You know, he wrote a great book, but uh, marketing uh, didn't provide results. Then when his daughter published this TikTok video, uh, yeah, it's bestseller on Amazon, a lot of sales uh, and uh, many big publications uh, speak about this book today. So because uh, of creativity, I watched this video, guys, it's not the best ever design, just simple design, you know, simple. Yeah, yeah. but that was creative. It's interesting, yeah, yeah. Oh, creative that it's interesting to watch. Uh, so uh, the best way what you can do stop copying others be yourself create exactly. something yeah. new in writing in video in audio podcast just uh, be yourself because for example in audio podcast how can i copy joe rogan it's impossible because <laughs> i have different personality uh, yeah it's hard to copy joe rogan i can't be the second joe rogan but I can be one uh, Anatolio Litalski. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a big pleasure to get in my show, to learn from you. Uh, you share a lot of valuable insights. I need to go to emergency room, you know, to consume all this information, you know, to spend time. So tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Well, uh, you can find me on uh, Upwork. I'm a top-rated freelancer there. You can find me on Surfer CEO's content uh, writing directory. Or you can uh, reach out to me at hrinchuk.daniel uh, at yahoo.com. And if you want to work with the marketing firm that I also work in, uh, on the map marketing, uh, you can contact the contact director, Chelsea Fox, at chelsea at onthemap.com dot com nice nice guys you can find all these links in the description below listen us on apple google spotify uh thanks again for your time a big pleasure love all Thank your you valuable well. insights uh guys thanks a lot for listening and watching us thanks for listening to this entire podcast please rank your experience in apple spotify google or any other platforms that you may use also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.